Kim had a wonderful talk last week, and it didn't record. That's why it's not up. It recorded for about a minute and then stopped, so I have to be careful. But her talk was wonderful. She sent me a written copy of the transcript, so it's, uh, it'll, it'll be in the newsletter. If it ever, if the newsletter ever comes out. <laughs> it will, it will. <laughs> Before you guys leave for Sri Lanka, the newsletter will come out. <laughs> um, I had to, I think I'm doing this Dhamma talk this morning for me. I was uh, thinking about it and uh, part of it was about mindfulness and I got about 10 minutes from my house this morning and no radio on, I'm being very mindful, thinking about my talk, thinking about uh, what I wanted to say and leaving the house early and then I just, just something made me look over and look at the pile of stuff I bring to the temple and I noticed that my my purse with my driver's license and everything, you know, everything was not there. So, and Bhante Somanan was always telling me, I have enough bags, don't, don't, get any, don't get a bag that's any bigger than the one I have now. So I was, had to make an illegal U-turn on the freeway and uh, come back home to get the stuff. So. I thought, well, I'm going to be very mindful going back home. So I mindfully drove 80 miles an hour. <laughs> mindfully as I could. And uh, got, into the, got into the neighborhood and I thought, now I have to slow down because there are people out walking their dogs and stuff. So, so then I made it back the rest of the way without breaking too many other laws, I don't think. I was really telling myself, now be mindful, be mindful. And I'm sure I was speeding a little bit. So I got my bag and got back in the car and started. So it was a good, that was my first best lesson of the day. And uh, I had to think about that. And it, it, of course, all kinds of thoughts came up. But the image of all the baggage I'm carrying around with me was not lost on me. And part of what woke me up really early this morning was uh, a real familiar feeling for me of anxiety in my gut. And, and I'm in the process of making decisions about moving and getting rid of stuff and getting rid of stuff. So it was just perfect for me that the first thing I noticed was that I'd left some of my stuff at home and had to go back and get it. So um, none of that was lost on me. And so it probably will change the entire talk. But uh, one, one thing that I was, had been thinking about, and I think it's, it's actually something that will be changing a lot, even my meditation practice. And um, I think sometimes I, was, I have been forgetting that when we sit to meditate, it's not just to get ourselves to our calm, happy place. <laughs> I was really, I think I was really wanting it to be that. But then as soon as some kind of difficult emotion comes up for me, and that anxiety is my personal favorite, I realize we can't, that what we have to do when we're meditating is sitting with that. We have to sit with what is exactly in front of us. And sometimes that can be, oh, I can just feel calm and happy and peaceful. But sometimes it's a lot of garbage. We're sitting with our own we're sitting in our own baggage, 
And uh, we have to be with that. If we are sitting with our fear and our anxiety and our worry and our anger and our habitual patterns of doing things a certain way, uh, we have to be with that. We have to be with that and whatever that feels like. So what we're doing when we're sitting, we're sitting with that physical feeling of what our junk feels like. And when we're, when we're telling ourselves to let go of our thoughts, let go of our stories, <clears throat> what we're letting go of are those things, the stories and our thoughts comfort us and they take us right out of our garbage. So instead of staying with, what does anxiety feel like? It's much easier to say, okay, I'm feeling anxiety because I need to start packing and I need to get those, uh, you know, I need to do this and then I need to do that and then I have to do that and then I've got to call this person. Wow, before I know it, I could be completely out of that fear. I could be completely away from how my body is reacting to distress, to dukkha, to just the, to life. So it's much easier to get caught up in those thoughts. If I'm angry, it's much easier to start thinking, well, of course I'm angry. I'm angry at so-and-so because they promised they'd do something and they didn't do it, and so it messed up my day. And so we're way, we're way into our story. And we know those stories can take us back to our past, way into the future, wrap around all kinds of other people and situations, and we can forget our, get our anger for a while. We can forget that we are this churning mass of irritation and anger, and um, we get into our head, we get into our thoughts. So when we let go of our thoughts, we're, we, we, I should not be telling myself, let go, of, let go of everything, just be well, happy, and peaceful. When I let go of my thoughts, it's specifically so I can sit with what really is going on. And what's really going on has nothing to do with those thoughts. It's what's going on is how I'm handling the stuff of life which none of us get away from. Um, and, you know, another thing that's kind of fun to do is think about other people who have it much worse off than me. And I think that's a noble thought sometimes. So I'm thinking, sometimes it helps me connect. It helps me get out of my little self. Because I can think, oh man, I'm just stressed out about uh, moving. I have moved more than anybody else in this room has. I can promise you that without comparing numbers. So my life has been, once I left home, like a life of a gypsy. So I know the idea of moving should not be stressful to me. Staying put is more stressful to me. So I know it's not, it's not how many boxes I need to pack. But what, is, what I need to come back to is what's beneath all of those thoughts, beneath all of those stories, what's going on, and for me, it goes on in my gut. Uh, someone else may feel it in their heart, we may feel it, we all know where we feel our stuff. And if we're lucky, we feel it lots of different places, so we can't, 
It's not about a pill that I need for my stomach. I know, I know when the feeling arises, and if I sit with it, what I can do is actually see it also pass. So it's not just sitting there to look at, ooh, how yucky it feels. But it's also to sit there with it long enough that I see it's also impermanent. <clears throat> however bad it feels, however yucky it is, however mad at myself I want to get because I'm feeling it again, if I stay with it long enough, it will go away. Now, it may come back up 10 minutes later, but what I experience is the impermanence of even that horrible feeling. I see this is a feeling that rises. It's going to be here for a while, but I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to think about it. I'm, gonna, I'm going to experience it. And then I see that it too will pass. And as much as anything, that's what we're, that's what we're, we're waiting for. It will pass. We need to be patient. It may take a few seconds. You know, it may take a few years. But whatever that feeling is, if we learn to sit with it, it will, it will rise, it will fall, it will play around with us and try to mess with us, but it will pass. And that's what our practice is all about. So our practice is all about sitting with our junk, with our garbage. Uh, when it passes, it feels wonderful. So then we can go back to well, happy, peaceful, right? And then something new will come and take its place. So. <laughs> and that's because this world, this life, is full of dukkha. It's full of dissatisfaction. If we're really lucky and we're able to sit with our stuff, we'll see that a lot of it will go away, a lot of it will disappear. We will be, we're working through it very deeply when we learn to sit with it. A lot of times people will say, you know, I'm ready for the deep teachings now. I'm ready for the deep stuff. We get impatient. We sometimes like to think, or we sometimes can think, well, Blue Lotus might be kind of uh, Buddhism light. We're always talking about well, happy, peaceful. We only have 20-minute Dhamma talks. You know, we don't have enough hard stuff. Now, those people are not coming to Sutta study. I always have to throw that in. <laughs> then you can get as hard and as deep as you want. But what we're... But what we always have to think about when we start thinking that maybe this is too easy for us is really how is your practice? Are you really able to sit with whatever arises, whatever arises, and sit with it without distracting yourself? And are you able a little bit more and more to sit a little bit longer with it? And are you able to observe that, that it rises stays for a while, and then it will pass away. Have you seen that? Have you experienced that in your life? And if you have, then do you trust and have the faith that you can do that again with the next crisis, with the next anxiety attack, with the next rush of anger? Do you real, are you developing that faith in your practice that allows you to think, I can handle this, I can deal with this? I can make it through this. 
and knowing there'll be a little well happy peaceful somewhere. <laughs> there'll be moments of it, seconds of it, it'll be interspersed in the garbage, but uh, it's enough for us to know it's there. So I think um, what we need to be able to do is sit with whatever is, see, the pre see our present situation, our present reality, and just be with it. And then Tara Brock has a new book out, and she talks about investigating it with kindness. I think the kindness is very important. That's looking at it, looking at what arises. And looking at it with kindness. Because a lot of times, and this is, I always talk about this when we practice loving kindness, a lot of why we're doing it, I think, is personally to help ourselves when we see what our garbage is. When we, when we start really sitting with ourselves and see what comes up, the first thing we want to do is tear ourselves apart. To uh, feel blame, to feel guilt, to feel hopelessness, to feel like I'll never get over that, I'll never, I'll never get beyond that. But our loving kindness practice is what allows us to look at it with kindness. If we're truly practicing, and that means deep practice, if we're truly practicing loving kindness and starting with ourselves, we can handle whatever comes up. And we can look at whatever comes up with kindness and investigate it with kindness. And then that's, that's where our, the meat of our practice is. Um, we come to Blue Lotus to learn the techniques, and we come to be with the Sangha we come to listen to each other. But what we have to do, our real work is when we go home. And it's when we sit with our stuff. Sometimes sitting with our stuff is sitting with our loved ones, you know, being with, <laughs> being with the people we love the most. It's going to the job that we really love. That's a lot of times where we're sitting with our garbage. So if we're not, uh, if we're not learning to sit by ourselves with our stuff, that when we get off the cushion and we're in those situations, um, we, often don't, we often don't do well with them. We often realize, well, my practice, you know, my practice didn't, didn't uh, help me in that situation. Well, your practice, your practice would help you, but you're, you're not spending enough time on the cushion, you know, watching your stuff. So I don't think anything we do is, uh, is Buddhism light. I think it's preparation and encouragement and support to get us to get up and go home and keep, keep going. Whatever depth of study we need to do that would help us, uh, you know, our personal nature, we can find that. And however long we need to sit on the cushion, we can always do that. But you know, here, here we're, this is where we come back to the, to the mothership and where we just get some nurturing, get some information, get some support, develop friendships, and then we go out and we sit with our stuff. And uh, maybe, we're, maybe we're all kind of letting some of that stuff go. The good news is that we do let go of a lot of that stuff. And so at some point, that old stuff isn't what comes up. And you just realize, you just see it's fallen away. But it's only fallen away because you've been sitting with it. And you've been doing the work. So, that's my message for today. Thank you. <laughs>